think I need, I think I need another cheeseburger. What the fuck you guys want me to talk about? What? Clothes on the Bachelor? No, Bachelor you brought up the Something clothes like on the Bachelor, and Alan and I now need to figure out how this relates to the conversation we were having previous to you hitting start record. So what I was saying is, there's yeah. a phenomenon where, like, from the 50s to the 60s, the style and clothing changes drastically. 60s to 70s, 70s to 80s, 80s to 90s, 90s to the 2000s, and then, like, post 9-11... <laughs> Like, you can go back to an episode of The Office from 2005, and the only thing that really tells you that the year is different than it is now is the technology they're using. What do the computer screens look like? What kind of cell phones do they have? That's it. Like, the stuff around them gives away clues, but the people themselves, stylistically, don't have this dramatic shift in era. And it's odd. Right. And you said, because then, of the people on The Bachelor... I said, you mean like the clothes the people, the guys wear on The Bachelor? So, yeah, if you watch, well, mostly it would be The Bachelorette because you, it's, it's, then it's a bunch of guys, right? It's a bunch of guy contestants. Uh, and apparently the producers of the show have a very strict, it's like they can wear what they want, but it's a strict wardrobe where you, you can't, you can't have brand names. And then it's like, uh, it's a lot of solid stuff. It's a lot of like, either vertical or horizontal lines. And the producers are very particular about this because they, they want to look, they want a, I think they have, they do, they do so to avoid lawsuits and things like that, or they don't have to pay out royalties and things like that. But, um, I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind. And I noticed it. I was like, man, these guys all look the same. And Sarah's like, yeah, the producers do that on purpose. They want them to look. Yeah. But similar. I mean, okay. And I, I agree that they don't want to get sued or they don't have to pay any rights or royalties to anybody. But, like, stylistically, wouldn't they make them look as attractive as possible? Isn't that the whole point of the show is to kind of superficially pick well, a mate based on what they look like? Yeah. I mean, uh, you didn't get these fucking is it, tailored. Is that of The Bachelor? I mean. I thought there was, like, a little, like, fake relationship building involved. I don't know. I don't watch The Bachelor, but I have no fucking clue. I mean, or The Bachelor. I think, in, I think in theory you're correct, Alan. But I think in reality, it's just a reality, yeah. It's just a it's a picturesque horror show. It's like you got yeah. thirty of them. Give me those six. Yeah, gets narrowed down. It's narrowed down right now. Yeah, let's get. That's what I think. Like, if if I were if I were lucky enough to be the bachelor in thirty, I could probably they talk you know trying to like drag this out across the course of the season. I could dwindle that shit down in a. Long weekend. I don't even need and the guy. It's like you, 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 and you. Okay, the rest yeah. of you fucking fuck off. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if it's purely aesthetics, like, I mean, they they gotta look for the ladies, right? And you're the bachelor, and they put thirty of them in front of you of different, basically just different flavors. There's chocolate. There's caramel. There's fucking vanilla. You know. Yeah. Hmm. I think uh, all types. I think you start out with a hefty dose of like maybe like two of each. And then you start, but see, like Wes is saying, a long weekend, so you get them down to like six. Like Wes just said, one of each. <laughs> you, still, you still get them down. <laughs> you get them down to six, and then you start to kind of like, well, you know, has this has this chocolate spoiled? You know, like you know, and then you you, you, you taste test it a little bit. Which one of you likes professional sports? <laughs> yes. You know I mean? no. Let's talk late. Let's talk late eighties World Series. Mm, okay, get the fuck out of here, right, Scooch. Yeah. But initially, it's all based on looks, and and I think what 
I feel like uh, Wes and I are speaking the same language here. Like the six that you're picking were the six that you didn't need to hear them speak in the first place. Now that you got to dwind- dwindle it down to one, it's like, all right, fine. If I got to pick one, I guess I need to know what they think too. Which one? Ugh. Which one? Yeah. Which one do yeah. I want to hear talk? Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, I got uh, real quick. I mean, I mean, this is totally, I'm going to sidebar us because I got a thing that just happened and I want to know, am I the asshole? I mean, the answer is probably yes, but kind of not. That's safe, money. Because I came home to this evening from a networking event, and I was just jamming. I was just jamming to tunes. I mean, at a fucking loud volume. Yeah, sure. Fuck, fuck, fuck am I? But I enjoyed my, my music loud, so I came home to my neighborhood, fucking loud music, pulled up my street. My house, there's no parking in front of my house because it's around that time that like college students have come back. And, like, a couple people moved into the neighborhood. And everybody's parking like dickheads. Like, apparently nobody's parked on a residential street that you need to parallel park on. And so everybody leaves spaces. Mm. And there's just places, no, nowhere to park. So you got to park farther away from your home. So I parked, like, I don't know, eight houses, nine, ten houses down, maybe. And I turned, yeah, as I'm parking, I turned the music down because I got concentrate, right? Fucking put, 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 whip the shit in there. Hold on, let me sidebar it. you real yeah. quick. You know that car manufacturers have a, a have a volume dampener built into your stereo system, so that when you're going at a slower speed, the volume automatically comes down. The guy when I bought my Honda showed me how to adjust that, so it doesn't. You could either do it a lot dramatically or not too much, because they know that you're going to reach for the stereo. So it automatically turns down the slower you go. I don't think mine does that, but I'm going to look into it. Uh, but yes, hold on. I don't want to keep us for too long. Sorry. So I park my car, get get out of the car. I'm getting my shit, like going to the trunk. Fucking somebody else is like parked, I guess, up the street or something was walking down to their home. And there's this gentleman standing on his porch smoking a cigarette. Fucking sitting there and he goes he asks the guy walking up the street he's like hey is that your buddy points at me pointing at me and i'm and he's like no he goes hey do you live here is this your house and i was like no i was like i live down the fucking street who the fuck are you he goes why are you playing your music so fucking loud and i was like uh because i can't like and then i very dramatically looked at my watch and was like it was like 8 15 i was like oh it's 8 15 it's so fucking late i was like i'm sorry I was like, but yeah, mm. go fuck yourself. And then I opened my trunk, got my bag, kept going. He's like, oh, you're a fucking tough guy, huh? And I was like, yeah, 1622, come see me. He was like, I got a newborn, you fucking dick. And I was like, fuck you and your baby. I was like, I don't give a shit. And was like, and just kept on fucking walking. I was like, again, 1622, bud. He was like, you know, your car's parked in front of my house. And I was like, cool, do that. <laughs> and just kept on fucking walking, didn't even look back. And the whole time I was just smiling. At his ass, cheesing. It's like, come on down. Oh, dude, I feel it's risky. I think this is like, what is it? The uh, the immovable object meets the uh, what's the other? What's the phrase? Uh, the unstoppable force and the immovable object. That's it. You guys just fucking squaring yeah. off in front of the house. I do have to ask. I think this is an important caveat to the entire scenario. Uh, what type of music were you, in fact, listening to? I was listening to the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Oh, that is a wrinkle in time I wasn't anticipating. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to know what track it was? It was Dr. D from Live in the Middle East. It was their live album from about 1999. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, and it was a fucking banger. Live? The clothes were total the clothes were totally different in that music video. <laughs> just fucking off the wall. So, yeah. No, but, I didn't you're I, I knew you were expecting me to be like, yeah, I came home pumping some future. Let's talk about cocaine. Nope. Nope. Let's talk about talk about Dr. D, the guy whose basement they used to play in and practice in as young lads, a rich guy who let them fucking play ska music in their basement. Yeah, I was not at, at ska was not on the on the menu. It was not. There was nowhere to be oh. found. But Andrew Murray, it's, always, it's always on my menu. Hey, I, I gotta tell you, I I was listening to some real big fish the other day. Uh, Oh, Good. what's the one? You should. I'm gonna go to the record store. I'm gonna give them yeah. all my money. Yeah, yeah, sell out, sell yeah. out with me tonight. Yeah, so I'm yeah. okay with some ska, but you know what? Yeah. Now he's the asshole. This changes the right? entire dynamic of the story. If you were rolling up exactly. with some fucking like NWA, just blasting, rolling some bass, I'm like, nah, dude, I'm sorry, that's a residential neighborhood. You're kind of being a dick. But if you're going, I don't think that you're. <laughs> You're the asshole. I just don't. That's right. Yeah. That's joyous, jolly See, what music. I, mm-hmm. What I think happened here was uh, this, I'm, I'm going to pull a big oh, he was strung out. He was probably hasn't slept in a couple days. Yeah, uh, uh, has got this new boy. Well, you know what? There are ways to not have those, and that's your fucking yeah. problem, right. not my fucking problem. I know, but we have to be. You know, as a society, we have to nope. sort nope. of. That, that, well, that's part of the problem, isn't now, Alan? So what I, I mean, what I think yeah, you're right. You're right. As a society, we do need to find some compromise. But when it comes to kids, Alan's a staunch fuck your kids, fuck you, fuck your kids. Don't care. I, so not, what, what, my, what, not my life choice. Your life choice. Let the man. Let the man have a mic, Wesley. Yes. What, what I th- what I think happened was this was definitely a big Lebowski situation. Where remember where they're asking who, who they're going to get in the prelims or the or the first round, mm-hmm. and uh, Donnie rattles off the names like ah, they're pushovers. Should be easy into the second round. Like this guy saw you rolling up, saw the fuck, heard the music, was like this is he's going to be a fucking pushover, mm-hmm. and end of fucking story. And then he doubled down, and then he was like, yo, your car's parked out front. I mean, <clears throat> he escalated the assholeness. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything to taper it, but you have the right to defend yourself. I do think it may be like after two or three back and forth, you could have been like, come on, man, like, let it fucking go. But you know what? You're you and we love you. But I think this guy just like right. at some point just did like quadruple down and was like, you're full, you know, the whole vandalism thing. I'd yeah. have been like, yeah, bro, touch the fucking car. Yeah, I, then that. I would have been like, I fucking dare you. Do yeah. that. I, I feel like he felt like he had the upper hand, which he kind of does, depending on how far you're willing to take this. This sounds like it could potentially be. Oh, a... I'm, mad. I'm mad willing to take it. I know you are. As far as to go. I know. And yeah. this, this is one of those tales that you see, like, <laughs> dramatized on, like, Twitter with some guy who's just trying to make it in the podcast realm himself. And this man pulled up playing yeah. some Scott music a little too loud for this man's taste. Mm-hmm. After a few back and forths. A car keying, a window shattering, a baby lies dead in the street. What? Whoa, how'd this happen? Yeah, there's... <laughs> See, what I think we should but he do... he threw his baby at me. That's how it died. <laughs> I had nothing to do. <laughs> I, I backed off it. Do I look like a baby killer? <laughs> then I backed off it, and then I put it into drive. Boom. Hey, what I was going to say is we should probably... Talk about um... a baby bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should... uh, right. <laughs> What we should do for listeners is give them the opportunity to now, because 
Alan, I'm assuming now you're going to target this uh, th- this house, and you're gonna you're gonna bump some music. So, listeners, if you have a, a playlist, if you have a request, mm-hmm. if you have something that you might want Alan to uh, to to get, you know, get in with the neighbors, yeah, holler at us. But let us know. Can I put the caveat that I want it? I want it to be music that he can't actually get mad at. That's like, what I, like, I was going like to suggest. Andrew, like first, yeah. it was like he was like. <laughs> Wait, wait, how are you, how are you even mad at that, honestly? <laughs> right. I was yeah. going to suggest, like, Billy Joel, maybe from the doo-wop era, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, for the yeah. longest time. Like, for it, the longest, yep, perfect. <laughs> exactly. That's the kind of, that's the yeah. speed. I'm t- dude, I'm taking all types of shit. I'm talking, like, 2000s Lady Pop. Give me some fucking Natalie Imbruglia. Give me some fucking Fiona Apple. Give me, like, shit you really can't even fucking be mad at. You're like, mm, groove. I like it. I like yeah. the vibe. Is, is there just a song? Is there a song about neighborhoods or neighbors? You know, why can't mm. we be friends? Why can't, uh, yeah. why can't we be friends? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was thinking the next time it's going to be Rock Lobster by the B-52s. Oh, man. Like, how, who, who the fuck could be mad at that? Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> even the even the B-52s, like, they're just, oh, I don't want that song anymore. Rock Lobster. <laughs> Rock Lobster. <laughs> We're taking requests. Hey, <laughs> We're taking requests at our concert. Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. Anything <laughs> else? Anything else? <laughs> Said Rock Lobster. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. Uh, that was good. Middle class holes, everyone. Murr Allen and Foxman. Murr, did did you have something that happened to you as well? That's fine. Listen, we're all about interjecting. We we've gone from the Bachelor. We've gone now from. The bachelor to Alan's disgruntled, uh, newly fathered neighbor who any like a, a pin drop wakes up his child Dummy. to yeah. No, I is this I went to a um a quasi wedding um this last weekend and you know like huh what's what's that mean what's quasi yeah so they were they were they were, you weren't a hundred percent sure if they were both gonna say yes no. is that kind of like. So and I, and I kind of applaud them for the way they way they did this. So they just went. They did the whole like we're gonna go to the courthouse. We're not gonna do like the big, fancy like we're gonna get the the chapel and we need this and we need that and we need you know you guys to come down and you're the best man and this. They went to the courthouse. They dressed up. They did that whole thing. Had their families down there. You know they made it like a classy courthouse moment. And then instead of like inviting friends and family to both like a wedding and an after party thing. They just said we're gonna rent out this entire like uh, this deck bar, and then everybody just comes down and celebrates. So that was the whole, you know. So that was the thing. It was a quasi wedding. Like yeah. we were there for the celebrate the wedding, but no one actually went to the wedding. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yep. And yep. and so you know, of course, there's p- pictures being taken. And it's like, ooh, yeah, send me that when you can. Blah 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 blah. Well, I don't know if it was the lighting or if it's just, uh, or if it's just. That is my damn genetics. But, like, I noticed that in almost all the pictures, like, I kind of look like a goblin. <laughs> like, <laughs> because, you know, I know on here I look fine. I, I, you know, I feel like I look pretty good on here, but I'm wearing a hat. Uh, the lighting is different. You know, it's it's all facing me. But as I've, you know, I'm getting older, and I know this, <laughs> and I know that your ears and your nose, like, they don't stop growing. And maybe it's the first time in a long time that I've noticed uh, there's a little bit of droop going on that maybe wasn't there five to ten years ago. And look, I'm a judgmental prick. If I see somebody in a room that looks like a goblin, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that goblin-looking motherfucker right over there. And unfortunately, I'm looking through these photos, and I'm like, ah, shit. I'm the goblin-looking motherfucker. And 
I, I, I started kind of going through my mind, like, is there anything I can do to change the goblification of my face or my head? Like, I was actually contemplating getting, like, hair tattooed on, like, the little stubble tattoo thing. Like, maybe that would dampen the light a little bit. You know, I'm not, like, embarrassed by it or anything, but it is kind of... Um, you just don't want to look like a yeah, goblin. That's, that's essentially... I, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't think anyone could blame your you know your insecurity about that that yeah, certainly no, that 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 look like that's a, valid a myth what a mythical mean? creature from dungeons and dragons we're talking like uh, <laughs> yeah what kind of goblin are we talking about we're talking like what we're talking like harry potter goblins? yeah i'm talking about like dobby i'm getting like a oh, little dobby. yeah not dobby but like the bank motherfucker yeah but like not us. even a scary goblin i think that's the problem it's like uh like, like the kind of goblin that like you're like you just punt across the room because you're like get out here fucking goblin <laughs> you're not even intimidated by yeah. him just like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the friend the friendly neighborhood yeah. goblin like i i prefer to be called that fucking goblin guy not that that goblin looking motherfucker over there you see what i mean like there's a different emphasis yeah, on the phrasing yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn man yeah and because like and your eyelids and shit they they keep growing too and i've noticed that because of that i i, I don't think i'm changing the way i operate my face but my eyes look weird now because like the skin's kind of coming down when i smile and like the eyes look bigger, but it's 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 a thing. It's a thing. I'm aware of it, and I think being yeah. self aware. I'm not self conscious. I'm just self aware. Yeah, I, it's so. I've noticed over the course of the last year ish, just like like seeing photos and seeing myself getting older. But <clears throat> about five or six months ago, I had two people within the course of a month tell me like, you know, you like. And they weren't very nice. They weren't even discreet about it. He's like, you're, you're looking older. And one of which was a friend of mine's mom, who I hadn't seen in quite some time. Okay. And her first thing was, you guy, you look old. And I wanted to say, I wanted to say, you look like your face caught on fire and someone put it out with golf cleats with metal studs, <laughs> bitch. I was like, hey, good to see you as well. So I understand what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> maybe not necessarily the whole goblin thing. But, you know, listen, um, maybe there's a Reddit forum. Maybe there's like fellow people who kind of de-goblinize or taper the goblin. Um, uh, <laughs> I think that was the Ballstones' third album. Taper, <laughs> taper the yeah, goblin. That's, right. that's what I was Are saying. you kidding? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yes, I definitely can't believe Oh, all right. That's... I don't know. <laughs> I think you could lie to me about that. I, I, I don't know any. I don't know much about the Boston's. <laughs> no, not many people do. <laughs> well, if they're making a comeback, I got an album title for them. Uh, yeah, man. There you go. Guys, listen. Uh, I don't know if you're doing like a, a raffle for your fourth album or fifth album or your new album, but. Uh, yeah, man, that's a bummer, Mur. It's a bummer. I, I, you're really considering the uh, the the hair tattoo? No, I don't think so. I just started thinking. Well, really, what happened was I started thinking about like Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm like, what did he do? Oh yeah, he tattooed flames on his head. I just there's <sighs> yeah, dude. But he was also a fucking pro wrestler who was six two three forty. I mean, are you gonna get in the pro wrestling circuit? Mm, I think that time that ship has sailed. Unfortunately, there was a time. There was a time where I thought about it. I knew I would always need like the big guy in my corner. You know. I wanted to do like Master Blaster mm. from uh, Thunderdome. Remember how like that the little goblin guy rode like the giant like, brain, <laughs> brain dead. This is a deep, this is a deep pull f from Mad Max Thunderdome. By the way, I don't know if like our listeners are sure. Yeah, 1985 uh, was it was the third Mad Max, but it took place. Maybe it's third in the timeline. Anyway, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and yes. he, it was like a little decrepit gobliny 
dwarf guy who rode on top of this big monstrous mentally challenged individual and uh you know so he was the master and he was the blaster and i always thought like man that would be like like me and like uh the giant you know like uh paul white what's it the big gotcha. show you know like i would i yeah. would just direct a big show and then i would do like giant frog splashes when he threw me at people and that would have been my whole wrestling right. career yeah so so you're considering flames is that the i, I think you should do a, a wig of the week mm. something something you know just gradually more and more obnoxious. I've thought about it, and I actually did get mad at myself. Well, we're recording this on the second. I got mad at myself yesterday because every year at Halloween, I'm like, "Go buy a shitty wig, and so I can wear it on April 1st, and just like have a like nice little April Fool's Day for everybody, and and just take it seriously. Like, nah, this is my look now, and I I keep forgetting to go buy a stupid fucking Halloween wig. I guess I could go on Amazon. I could probably get cheaper. Now, oh, they're dirt cheap. Yeah. But I have because I have a I have an emo one. That's a whole nother story. But yeah, they're cheap. No, but I was thinking like you know mostly even face tattoos are. I mean, I'm not saying they're wildly acceptable anymore, but you know tattoos above the neck are not as shunned as they once were. And so I was thinking like, could I could I paint this canvas a little bit? Like, what could I do here? I mean, yeah, uh, I think you should do a goblin. <laughs> Oh, solid plan. <laughs> like maybe like a goblin face, like puking another goblin, like it's regenerating itself, <laughs> shedding its skin. It's molting like a crab. <laughs> I'm the molted goblin again. The next Boss Tones album after Amper the God. Yeah, that's that's their third one. Yeah, <laughs> that's critically acclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> so what's it called? The molten goblin. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's not. I just. <laughs> But I will say this. Um, what's his face? Joey Lawrence. Have you seen him recently? From Blossom? Yeah. He also was a musician, kind of. But uh, no, I haven't seen him recently. Well, about 10 or 15 years ago, he was losing his hair. And he got the, uh -huh. he got the tattoo stubble on his head. And he thought he was fooling people. And he wasn't. And then he went out and he got the hair plugs on top of the tattoo dots and mm. now he looks handsome as fuck again like he like starring in any hallmark movie he ever wants to for the rest of his life like dating a 30 year old like well i see see you're this is kind of the opposite end of the bam bam bigelow mm. spectrum bam bam was a pro wrestler so the flames and and i for those of you who don't know the pro wrestler bam bam bigelow you can look that up he was about 340 super agile, but had legitimate cartoon flames all throughout his scalp. On the opposite end of that, Joey Lawrence, albeit now he's well, but you know, he did to say he's D list might be stretching it. He has money. Yeah. And a fair yeah. amount. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's blossom residuals in that one song he did where he prances around Venice Beach with a fucking Eagles yeah. starter jacket and ah, no undershirt. He was once like B list, which it was good money. I think. Well, what he was right? on, yeah. uh, "Give Me a Break" back in the '80s, yeah. and then he was on yeah. like, like some show with like his brothers, and then he yeah. was on Blossom, and then yeah. he lost the hair, and he kind of fell out of the good graces of the good Disney well, Corporation. I will say I do recall because Kelly used to watch it, and I just by default watched it by osmosis. It was a show on like I don't know fucking ABC Family or some shit with him and Sabrina the fucking teenage witch bitch fucking what's her name 
you know, Clarissa, Clarissa, Clarissa explains it all. That's her real name. Melissa John Hart. Uh, yeah, yes, there it is. Thank you. It was him and her, and he was like her manny, and she was like a state senator or some shit, or like a count, city councilman in like Cleveland or some bullshit. And it was not bad. It's okay. It's a wholesome family comedy, yeah. you know. It wasn't terrible, and he wasn't bad. He said "whoa" a lot, dude. It's his thing, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That. By the way, it's 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 nothing. My love can't fix is the uh, the music video that I'm talking about, <laughs> and uh, it's him shirtless, prancing around. He's got like a he's got a Randall. It's 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 not even a jersey. He's got a Philadelphia Eagles button up, but it's unbuttoned, <clears throat> showing off his abs and his nipples and stuff. So. Well, either way, that guy's like 50. He's been working since he was four years old, and he's had steady work his entire uh, like youth and adult life now. So he's like, so he's had like 45 years of just solid employment in the entertainment business. So yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. But I just, yeah. I will say, uh, whoever his hair plug master is, <laughs> is 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 like he's like Picasso of. Hair improvement. It's amazing. Whoever did Joel McHale's hair plugs, too. That guy gets a round of fucking applause. Honestly. Hold on. Joey you Lawrence. You sure about this? Joey Lawrence, you can, like, tell. Kind of. You're like, not even kind of. You're like, ah, oh, yeah. Okay. Are, look, the one on the right. That, that one that right hair there. Isn't made that by one? God. That's made by fucking man. Like, that's a man made. Like, like you know how you look at Shoreline yeah, right and you're like, oh, Tope yeah, shirt. Tope shirt, right where your cursor was, over to the right. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's the that's the that's tattoo. That's the tattoo. And then. I assume that is as well. I don't know what that blonde monstrosity is. That, yeah, that's that was, like, <laughs> that was like late stage that ABC Family show. That looks like hair weird. extensions that didn't take very well. Because look at him there with the full fucking on bald ass. Yep, see? That mm. was like, I'm embracing this, and ABC is no, not. I think the Caesar, uh, go up one, go up more. The the one on the far right at the top. That is yeah. now. The Caesar. That's the, yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> like, this the is Caesar. Look at this guy. This guy's trying to Caesar with that fucking fake hairline. Okay. Like, well, I mean, for two inches of hair that have just been transplanted from the back of your head, uh, it, like, that's pretty good. I mean, and there he, that one is him right now in the pink. Yep, looking like Ryan Seacrest all. Yeah, that's him now. <laughs> they did a fine I know, job. I know as a man, like, as a fellow guy, I shouldn't laugh at my bald brethren. But, like, sometimes when y'all do shit like this, I'm like, bro. I get it, though. Just noted. It's the bald. Just noted, man. Bald is the last shameful body, quote-unquote, deformity that you're allowed to mock anymore. I mean, I get it. I'm there. I don't care. I, I, I just, I'm not in a position where, like, having it on my head gathers employment or not. You know what I mean? Where Joey Lawrence is. He's got to cope uh, with it. Fair. That's fair. That's the reason. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I'm still cheesing over that looking like Ryan Seacrest. That was so funny. He did. He's a, dude, Ryan that Seacrest. Thumbnail? That's Ryan Seacrest or Joey Lawrence with bad hair. It's, it's like like Ryan Seacrest is stunt double. Yes. You know, if he had, if he needed one, they should pitch that for like an SNL skit. Like Joey Lawrence does like all, like all the far shots because he's he's in better shape. And it's like, all right, bring Ryan yeah. in. Ryan just does headshots. Yeah. 
Oh boy. Hey, so how does this tie into, I'm, I'm still failing to see how this ties into you always uh, fail to see how things tie in. DiCaprio getting his, his butthole fingered <laughs> by his girlfriend. Because as we lose our looks, we have to start to compromise. Leonardo DiCaprio has gotten to a stage in his life where he's not had to compromise just yet, but he's been dating a 25-year-old for the last, what, two and a half decades? Leonardo DiCaprio started dating 25-year-olds when he was 25 and has mm-hmm. always no. just simply dated another 25-year-old, essentially as soon as they turned 26. And so I, we could have spun it, but... Well, I, I, sorry. I mean, I was like grasping. I was laughing about Ryan Seacrest. I kept like waiting for the punchline of like buttholes getting fingered, especially men's buttholes by their significant other. I, you know, it, it, I like to point out this girl, she was not alive when Titanic came out or was made. Yeah. I know. Just okay. Well, go ahead. Just get right into it then. What, why are we, there's nothing. Okay. Uh, paparazzi outside of a Hollywood party. Spotted Leo in his, I don't know, I, what do you want Vittora Soretti or whatever the fuck her name is, at a Halloween house party at West, in the outskirts of West Hollywood. In a moment of PDA, she can be seen over various photos, sticking her hand down his boxer briefs and what appears to be diddling his butthole. Okay. Well, there we are. Well, I mean. Well, my point was, my, I wanted to bring it up because why do women do this? Now, maybe I'm in the minority, but I know if I'm walking up a set of stairs. <clears throat> And Sarah's behind me. She does it every time. Really? If I have my hands full, she does it every yeah. time. She doesn't put That's them like down my though. pants. That's funny. She's but like, you. she actually she told me tonight when I was she was like, "What are you guys talking about?" And I mentioned this, and she said, "Yeah, no, I think it's hilarious." She's like, "Actually, your best defense is to not have anything on at the bottoms because I'm not going to actually like put it in your in your rectum." I need some like clothing or boxer briefs or some cotton, you know, as as a buffer. So if you were if you had no bottoms on, I'm not going to do that. Wow. Well, this seems to um, go completely against the theory of Leonardo DiCaprio's current lady friend because she was going, whew, she was she was dodging the fruit and the loom and going right for the fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. She went straight, straight fucking to Hershey. She Highway. went straight for the soil, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, just... the, what I, the way I was going to spin it originally was going to be like as you get older as a man and you have to like make certain concessions if you want to continue to date 25 year olds maybe Leo just has to kind of be like alright fine you want to finger my butthole as long as you stay 25 God, yeah okay now I get it yes she's like you know what I really like to even during not even in the bedroom during PDA I like to diddle a little bit and he's like uh, 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 okay uh, whatever you say I think you're probably right though he that, well how old is he he's got he's he got to be he's got to be right at 50 yeah probably because uh, he's yeah. not much older than me I'm sure old ass. He is 48 years old. 48. Okay, so he's only four years older than me. And, I mean, he's... Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, at some point in time, look, look, 40, 40 how old are you now? What'd you say? Four years old? You're 44? Yeah, 44. So, you're fucking... You're like, oh, I don't, I don't know about getting my butthole figured. <laughs> and, and like, you know what I mean? Like, you're you're of a generation that you're just like, no, I don't know, that's, that's not for me, I don't think. I'm going to leave that one. I'm going to leave that one to other people. Who want to do that? And that's fine. You're that you're entitled to that. But like like you said, he's dating twenty five year olds, and these twenty five year olds are like, boop, 
And he's like, oh, oh, but maybe there's something to that. I did see a comment on this post that we posted, and a young lady said something about a fucking male G-spot. Maybe we're fucking up, honestly. Who knows? You know what I mean? It sounds crazy. I'm just saying, potentially, maybe we're fucking up. Yeah, but okay. Th- yes, there is a male G-spot, but... <clears throat> Like you have to be bent over on all fours, and there's got to be lube and. But she's like, she's like, that's maybe what we believe because we watch movies and shit. We watch American Pie, and we're like, oh, that's how it happens. But well, maybe hold, we're hold wrong. On. <laughs> it's road trip. All right. Either, either way, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, I, I'll say this. God, this is gonna be. This is. God, it is an uncomfortable. I almost wanted to like argue with Alan See? just to be like a yeah. contrary. Like, why am I? Why am I defending fingers in my butthole? But. It, I bet if you're not squeamish about it, and she gets her finger pretty close to the, uh, you know, the old bullseye, you're probably gonna, you're probably gonna start tingling on in some other places. So, you know, I, I actually, no matter no matter how I feel about the actions occurring in the photo, I think where I'm gonna stand in defense is like Leonardo DiCaprio is at a party. He's a guy. He's a dude. He's with this chick. She's getting frisky yeah. with him in whatever manner they find you know, acceptable for friskiness. Oh, and and you know full well the Boston's are on at this party. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. so you know. And let's be clear. Fuck it, they're at a party and they ain't sober. They're on uppers and downers and zippers and zappers and fucking lippers and loopers. Like, dude, it yeah. Uh, let's not pretend it's just a forty eight year old Leo having a fucking IPA on a deck getting his finger fucking his butthole blasted like <laughs> it's probably not that bad for him honestly yeah. i'm just saying this isn't this is this isn't a joey lawrence party all right this yeah, is, yeah this exactly is, this is a leo party. it's not a hair plugs party you know? <laughs> i'm just saying if it, were, if it were one of us right and we were with our significant other and we were like getting frisky and we we made our way to like a secluded spot where no one was <laughs> not a single one of us is going to have some guy with like a thousand meter telescopic lens, dive out of a bush from three blocks away to snap a photo at the exact right moment to embarrass the piss out of us. You know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah, yeah. it would just be like this thing done in silence that we don't tell people <laughs> about. And now he's got to defend himself on the cover. He's got to like Ellen's got to come out of retirement so he can explain himself on a couch somewhere. Like, oh, you know, sometimes I like a finger in my butt. What do you want from me? And honestly. If I was his PR team, that's how I would handle it. I'd be like, some of you like to parade around with a bow tie on your dick. And you like to call him uh, mm. Senator Calzone. Who's who's hungry? You know? And, like, that's your thing. Nobody's taping you do it. Leo gets fucking filmed having his little kink. And we shouldn't kink shame, man. That ain't cool. Right? Mm. Or or maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's her kink. And he's a... He's a, you know, he's a, he's a two-way lover. He's like, you know what? It ain't my thing, but baby, fucking have that. <laughs> little it. finger blast my asshole. Go for it. <laughs> mm. We're, I'm on so many zingers and zoopers, I don't feel shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would just, I mean, I think, like, the next sentence out of my mouth, like, if I was Leo, like, all right, babe, let's wash your hands. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's find a room. You know, squirt, squirt Purell in her fucking hand. Like, get it, get it on there. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. I, th- 
I think Ryan Seacrest is here. Have him smell your fingers before you do that. See, like, also. <laughs> and then Ryan stops. Hey, Joey, come here. Smell your fingers. <laughs> also, like, I mean. Stunt nose. Listen, I guess if you're, if you're, a, if you're like, of a mind where, like, the pooper's a, a, a fly zone, not a no-fly zone, uh-huh. then, like, you're kind of prepared for whatever goes on down there. Because I was going to be like, she's brave, you know? Like, look, I'm a guy. My butthole ain't always the fucking best area you want to be in. If I'm out walking around, it's like, it just just depends. You know what I mean? I'm sure you guys can relate. So, like, that's pretty brave. Fucking just, whoop. (laughs) (laughs) You never know, too. Maybe she was like, hey, honey, can I, listen, I really want to get this, I really want to get this car, but, you know, I can't afford it. And Leo's like, stick your finger in my ass. Touch my butthole. Touch my butthole. Hmm. Barehanded. Yeah. And and he's maybe he's getting a big joy out of it. Like not like sexual yeah. joy. Like, I wanna see how far you'll go for this fucking Bugatti. Yeah. Ah, reasonable. If I had Leo money, I'd probably play games that way. <laughs> 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 hey, go pick up go pick up that dead bird. <laughs> just like just put its head in your mouth for okay. All right, here's a car. Go away. Go, go away yeah. from me. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> There you are. All right. Well, I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Let's let's get let's get to friend or foe. Good enough explanation for me. (laughs) Zippers and zoopers and dippers and doofers. (laughs) Speaking of dippers. (laughs) And by the way, you know, uh, all right, I'll say this. I'll end with this. I'll end with it because, again, I don't feel like I need to stick up for Leonardo DiCaprio. He's doing just fine on his own. But, like, Mm -hmm. when I had my butthole problem, right, I was like – I had to get suppositories, right? I never put a suppository in my butt. I never, uh, yeah. nothing's ever gone there. And then, like, the first time I'm like, eh, I just do it in the bathtub because then I can just wash all the, you know, the, the sin away. And then after doing it, and you had to, like, do it for 30 <laughs> days. Well, by, like, day five, it's like, fuck, I'm running late. <laughs> Whoop! No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. You're knuckle deep and you're like, that's fine. No big whoop. So, you know, again, how many parties, how many weird women, how many crazy drugs is Leonardo DiCaprio? How many situations has he been in where this might be the tamest thing that's ever been caught on camera? Yeah. Listen, you you had said a couple weeks ago that Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando dabbled in sexual intercourse. Uh, and I know like you're giving me that look, but I mean, we're not going to we're not going to go there. So, <clears throat> yeah, Leo's now what, 25-year-old girlfriend getting a little fucking, you know, finger happy on, on a balcony after a few cocktails and God knows what else. Tch, tame. tame. Enjoy yourselves, okay? Enjoy yeah, yourselves. Yeah. But let's get in to tonight's friend or foe. Going to read a news story to you. See if you agree or disagree. And we're staying in that, that racy realm here. There's a Utah town, and they're rallying around a pole-dancing skeleton after city officials ordered the risque Halloween decoration to be taken down. Now, this is a couple days late, obviously, because Halloween just passed, but this was on the docket. We're going for it. So there's a pole dancing skeleton, and it's been stirring up some controversy in Grantsville City, Utah. Of course, it is Utah, home of the Mormons, okay, home of BYU, home of Puritan activities and multiple wives. Now, city officials... Um, came to the aid of some residents of the Utah town. 
I, God dang, they just store. I think they make stories longer just by repeating them over and over and over. Okay, so Wes has the photo up for you now, and it's uh, they got a letter said, quote, you have until 9 p.m. tonight, October the 18th, to take down your decorations, or they will be removed by the city. Displays like this are not acceptable and go against the city code. And so the town rallied around them, bought them more stuff, some neighbors bought tip jars for the skeleton. Uh, some of them brought out those uh, lawn chairs that you see there and put the extra skeletons in as an audience. And so my friend or foe is, when it comes to this specific Halloween decoration, is this a bridge too far? Yes or no? Are you a friend of the Halloween decoration or a foe of the Halloween decoration? A pole dancing skeleton. Uh, Wes, we'll start with you. <clears throat> I, you know, it's, I'm it's, I, I'm having visions of a neighbor telling me that my music was too loud while my newborn's trying to sleep. Uh, but I mean, I, if you gave me no frame of reference, I'd want to ask, I'd, I'd immediately ask, okay, what are we talking about? Are we talking about silicone tits on a skeleton? This is a, these are literally shitty store-bought full skeletons, you know, all 206 bones, presumably. And then what? She's upside down with her legs legs holding uh the road sign with a with a really shitty purple wig glued to the scalp two dudes sitting in lawn chairs one with a fucking hat holding money the other a guy i don't know looks like he's dead kind of i guess but <clears throat> so this is the frame of reference i'm friending this this is hilarious and i'm glad the the townspeople the people the, the, the people of of great gainesville grantsville comesville whatever'sville uh, we're, we're throwing out tip jars and things like that. Jesus Christ, have a sense of humor, people. What is this goes against the town code? What code did you write? Who made up this fucking law? What dickheaded, non-fucking bunholes that have been figured ever in their <laughs> life uh, <clears throat> or anything came up with something that's on the fly? Like, oh, yeah, this goes against the town code. I mean, only in fucking Utah. Only in this shithole fucking... They, they, what is it? Are they, are they, is it still like that? Is it still? I mean, if you airlifted this to, let's just say, another red state, I don't know, Indiana, do you think you'd get this this backlash? Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. I just think it's hilarious, too, that they inundated the town's Facebook page. Again, the town that they live in with all sorts of comments that the, the town had to, like, suspend their own Facebook account. Because they were just getting fucking <laughs> raked over the coals. Alan, I, I have a feeling I know where you stand. Um, so have at it, sir. It was supposed to be friend with the fucking... Are you a friend of the strings. decoration or a foe yeah. of the decoration? Yeah, no, I'm a friend of it. It's fucking great. It's entertaining. It's wholesome, in my opinion. Fucking, it's a skeleton on a pole. Like, unless someone tells the child that that's fucking mimicking a stripper... And then explains what a stripper is to the said child. There's no fucking negative connotation to it. There's just a skeleton upside down on a pole. You know, adults get. What's, what's a stripper? Adults, well, it's a woman. Adults who... get to chuckle about it. Kids get yeah. to be like skeletons. Like, that's it. It's, it's over. <laughs> and stop Gym, it. Gymnasts. They pay gymnasts <laughs> like that? Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. And as the resident prude of this show, I am actually a friend. After I saw the decoration, honestly, when I read the headline, I was like, oh, great. A stripper decoration Halloween so kids can walk by and look at it. And then I saw it. I'm like, oh, it's a complete 
just nothing but skeleton. Now, if they put some silicon boobs or something on it or like a bikini top or bikini bottoms or whatever, I might have a little bit of an issue with that. But as is, the picture we just showed, there is nothing nothing wrong with it. I just feel like there's so much to do about nothing anymore. Again, it's the guy on the front porch asking Alan why his music's too loud. It's somebody just like finding a reason to be upset over absolutely nothing. And by the way, Halloween in its true form is about sin, right? And what's more sinful than a whore on a pole? <laughs> she deserved to die upside down. Yeah. This is someone the Crypt Keeper would have dated. <laughs> Talk about. Yeah. So I, yeah. So for once, we're all in agreement, and the friends have it. I, I, this is it's. Uh, I think. I don't know the town's ordinance or code or anything like that. And first of all, the, the yard is just a, a big dirt pile. I don't know. Maybe they're doing landscaping or something like that. But if I were to use the road sign as an ornament and the town were to give me some sort of, you know, initiative to say, get the fuck off, I'd bring it into my lawn and be like, fuck you. Oh, oh, just, oh, is it, oh you think the town's just like, well, you can't use our, our street signs as stripper poles. I'm, I'm. I'm sure that was an out for him. I'm sure that was a uh, <clears throat> a point of contention. Like, you know, we're not going to have that. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I'll set up my own pole. My front yard. And I'm going to get... But, do, but now, again, if it was a real doll and they did this, I'd have an issue. Yeah. I, I, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a little different. Yeah. Well, but, but before we move on from the Halloween decorations, I know I sent this as a message to you guys, but um, do you think it is of poor taste... To decorate a nursing home with uh, with skeletons, ghouls, and ghosts. Mm, that's tough. It's poor taste to decorate what? A, a nursing skeleton. home. A nursing home. An end of life care facility. <laughs> <laughs> Just introducing you to some new friends. <laughs> Those old timers got a sense of humor. Who wants to hang up their future <laughs> self portrait? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be this is Glenn, your crossover buddy. He's gonna help you acclimate to your new surroundings. It's terrible. So take your meds or don't. It's not gonna matter in twenty four hours anyway. Yeah. Happy yeah. Halloween. I get to mention this when well, my mom was uh volunteering after she retired at a at a retirement home like a Something similar to what you talked about. This 90-year-old woman said she wanted to take up smoking. <laughs> it's like, ah, I smoked a little bit when I was a teenager, and I haven't smoked since. And my mom was like, ah, all right, whatever. Fuck, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Smoke them. <laughs> spend all of Smoke her fucking up. retirement on a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Shits are expensive <laughs> now, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Who, Who bought cares? her the smokes, though? Did your mom go buy her a pack of cigarettes? No, she did. She didn't. Uh, she she didn't enable. But she condoned. She was like, "Fine." She condoned. But like I think she said, "You're you're ninety. Fucking Christ, whatever. Yeah. Smoke them. Smoke them up. Have at it." <laughs> yeah. If, okay. If okay. If I if you guys are still in good health and I am on my deathbed, I want one of you to find me a syringe of heroin. <laughs> yeah, I'll be down. You heard it here. You heard it. I mean, I think I, actually, me and Kelly said that shit when like we're like in our seventies. Like, be like, hey, fuck it, let's just give it a whirl, see what happens. <laughs> I mean, I want to be close to death. I don't want to like, 
I don't want the heroin to be like the reason I go out. I just want it to be, you know, I want to give it a try before I go down. Yeah, well, and I'm also not saying like go and have like a little, a little nip, you know, a little taste. That's how it starts. That's, that's how it starts. There's a Leo movie about that, by the way. And it doesn't involve bottle fingering. <laughs> well, if you run out of heroin, it might. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Do we want to expand our minds, make ourselves smarter, t- knock our IQs up or down a tick? Let's get to it. Let's get to your five fun facts for your Friday. Brought to you, of course, by our brand new friend, Cuckster for Life. Find him on Instagram. Nothing makes me happier when I see that new Cuckster video. Hit the fucking internet airways, man. God, it just makes me feel better about me. Hey, you know, in, 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 in his retirement, old Terry just, you know, hanging out by the old radiator, living off. You know, he's got a, uh, you know, the the real Hawkster has like a, has a weed company now. Oh, really? Yeah. So everybody has a weed company. I know, but he's expanded what taking your vitamins actually means. <laughs> Smoke your weed, say your prayers, work out. Yeah. Eat a gummy, uh, find God. <laughs> <laughs> but find him, Cuckster, the number four life on Instagram. Let's get to it. Your mental floss. Amazing facts. Did you know trick-or-treating and the 1930s gangsters have an intertwined history? When trick-or-treating started gaining popularity back in the 1930s, adults were worried that kids, quote, threatening people with tricks if they didn't get candy was emboldening them to become criminals later on in life. It was a concept born out of the cultural fascination with mobsters of the era. Depictions of the tradition in comic strips and cartoons helped normalize the practice, which is why we don't do the trick anymore, and we just give the treat. I, I feel I feel like I heard that somewhere, but the, the idea was, yeah, what you just said. If you don't give me candy, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna vandalize. I, honestly, I didn't know that. I thought it was like. Uh, Hey, we're poor. We don't have any candy, but watch this magic trick. Now get out of here. But I did did not know. I did not know that it was like basically you were knocking on the door and threatening someone, (laughs) extorting them for fucking candies. What is this? uh, Is this cedar here? This is pretty flammable, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. Got anything in there? Chocolate? (laughs) Snickers or I have some extra toilet paper for you. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I hope the kids talk like that too. Like trick or treat, eh? <laughs> you got no candy? Oh, well, it looks like you don't have a car. <laughs> and just fucking just drive off to the sunset. They they were they were all news reporters, yes. right? And gangsters. I, have you ever heard those little bastards yelling about newspapers? Get your get your newspaper. Get your paper. Yeah, extra extra. Read all about it. The babe the babe swats five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got a little bit of uh, Chief Wiggum in them, too. <laughs> Did you know Earth... Okay, hold on. Before I start this one, this is simply a fact. I am not commenting on a political issue in any capacity at all whatsoever. It is literally just a fact. Did you know the Earth is still technically in an ice age? We're currently in an intergalactic period of the quaternary glaciation which began over two million years ago mm. hmm. I did not oh. 
once you said, I wasn't really on board with what you were saying, but the, the second you said intergalactic, I was like, yep, I like it now. Intergalactic planetary, <laughs> planetary, intergalactic. Sorry. Yeah, Alan, there you go. The there could, boys that could be a brain. song. That could be a song for your Fuck the Neighbor uh, soundtrack. I guess, what, is, what does that mean? What do you mean? What does that mean? They were, gonna, I, I, they were like, they were still in an ice age. Like, it's just, it's, I mean, like, it's such a long burn, you know, yeah. like of an ice age that like we don't realize because technically yeah. humans have only been here for a, like as sentient beings, a few thousand years. But in the last yeah. two million years, like we went from like molten lava landscape to yeah. crystalline crust to like we're still cooling and we're still in the cold spot. Like the earth could really fuck us up. A lot, if it wasn't that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, it will eventually here. I, f- I feel like yeah. it's coming. <laughs> By the way, I think the... I, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but I think the Earth is still technically like 80% molten. It's just that the crust is so thin. And the, the best illustration of this is like, if there's low pressure, this is wild to me, low pressure, meaning a low pressure of air above a land mass, that the lava will burst through Hence volcanoes. Like, that's how fragile, like, the crust is. That if there's a low-pressure system over a certain spot, boom, it's blasting off. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, dog. It's crazy. And you didn't catch all the words he said after intergalactic? He said something about, I don't know, the... Something like that. What, the quantinary glaciation? Yep. That's it. That's the one. That's the one. Well, I don't you, get Alan, that one. That's you, why you I glossed over it, and I was barely able to pronounce it without having a stroke. So let's move on. <laughs> hold, hold on, real quick. Did you know? What, did you know? No, 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 no. <clears throat> did you know that? I think it's been ten. Uh, ten people have been born on Antarctica, and none of them have died, thus making Antarctica the safest place to be born. Hmm. Save, safest continent. Wait, hold on. Wait, say that again. So I think there's been something like 10, maybe 15 people have been born on Antarctica. None of them have have died. So that technically makes it the statistically the safest continent to be born on. Oh, to be born on. Because I was just thinking about all of those, you know, (laughs) adventurers who just ended up as fucking like icicles in a crevasse somewhere <laughs> so as far as people not dying on antarctica uh that is not true but yeah as far as people being who the fuck what kind of research scientist goes to antarctica like any month's pregnant how do they get away with that i mean I, listen how do you get away with anything i, I don't know i didn't they're, they're dedicated to their work they love it <laughs> That's a great explanation. Bet those kids love winter. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know? Okay, now this is just a study group. I don't know why they call themselves this, but when 538 studied 10 regular season NFL games in 2019, they found that the average pro football broadcast lasted about 3 hours and 23 minutes. When you take timeouts, commercials, halftime, and other stoppages into account, only about 18 of those minutes feature actual in-game action. Yeah, it's awful. 
crazy. Yeah, actually, they did. The, uh, if you if you do like action time between baseball and football, baseball actually has more action time yeah. mm-hmm. on average. Yeah, there's a lot of people like real baffled by that. Now, some of that it's like the pitcher like starting this wind up. That's where they consider action, which you know, I guess like, mm-hmm. do you want to do it the, at the point the pitcher releases it? But yeah, <clears throat> I have heard that. And, uh, I mean, what can you say? You're not going to talk these people out of it. But good, it's not an action-packed sport. You know, hockey, soccer, yeah, but, mm-hmm. you know, the combat sports, field hockey. Basically everything other than fucking, like, I don't know, golf, Baseball. maybe. Well, like, that's yeah. why I. it's weird that Americans don't adopt soccer because, I mean, Alan obviously knows this. I will, I will argue better than either of us, being such a fan of the sport, that... Soccer has continuous action. Like, me understanding the game, I know that, like, when there's a press, like, there's an opportunity for a goal, and that's where the that's where that build comes from. But, and, but Americans need, somehow, it's weird. I can't watch an NFL game, like, if you go to the NFL Network and, like, you missed a game over the weekend, and they'll shorten it up to, like, 45 minutes. It's unwatchable for me. I need that weird tension in between plays. That like that thinking yeah. of like, oh man, third and two. You're gonna try to play action. You're gonna go for. You're like I, I have to contemplate the next action, or the game is unwatchable to me. And if you don't give me that opportunity well, to think about it, then I'm just like I don't it, fucking want to watch it. It's perfect for American because we're know it alls. So like, football is <laughs> great because like we're like yeah, all right, fucking third four, fucking just with Gus Edwards in the backfield. Let's fucking Steven Justice Hill off the fucking tackle. Like you know, we start coaching, and we don't know right. shit, and so that's like, because I, the, I think the best part of this too is like points. I think that's a big argument. It's like soccer's so fucking so low scoring. It's wild. And then like, in recent times, my, many Americans have been playing in like elite European leagues, and fucking. They asked, like, I've just seen different interviews with, like, dudes in Italy, dudes in France, and dudes in Germany. And they always ask the Americans, like, why well, think, you know, why do you think Americans don't like soccer? Like, you know, they say it's always low scoring. And, like, I've heard multiple American soccer players on the national team be like, I don't get it either. You know, it's fucking, do we win a game 4-2 last night? Okay, cool. It was 28-14. Does that fucking serve your purpose, you fucking idiots? Like, that's, like... That's the that's exactly what just happened, and we played ninety minutes of sport in fucking two in a two hour broadcast, not sixty minutes of sport in a four hour broadcast. Like it just it's the most <laughs> nonsensical fucking thing in the world. But yeah, we still love it. There's a, there is also the, like what you were talking about, Murr, about needing that that cadence. Also, with the, like the commentary, and not only that, the, the the coverage has gotten so good. You know, like they just coverage across the across the globe. You know, TV is, is, is in the last ten. You talk about <clears throat> uh, fashion not changing in the last twenty years. TV in the last twenty years is it's gotten insane. But like, it, there there is something to that chess match that you talked about. You got that thirty seconds to like to draw up the next play. Yeah, wow, third and short. What are they gonna do? Like, watch. I know what they're gonna. <laughs> Like you don't fucking have a clue in hell what they're gonna fucking do. <laughs> then they throw a they throw a running back screen and it gets blown up in the backfield by a fucking linebacker who's what six three, two forty who can run a four four. And you're like, God, why would they call that? What? Why would they call that fucking play? Stupid, stupid office. Fire that coordinator. Jesus Christ. Next play scores a touchdown. Knew it. Knew it. 
knew it. They dialed it up. They They got the right guys in the offseason. He just gets to say stupid shit like we follow the coach mode. Be like, are you kidding me? Do you know his sideline to sideline speed? Why would you do that? Like, just you start saying ridiculous shit, and we're like, who the fuck are we? Half of us didn't even play football. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? I don't need to play to know it, man. Yeah. All right, I've watched enough. Okay, play Madden. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is, uh, oh god damn, who's the coach of the Dolphins? McDaniel's. Bam, 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 Bigelow. Yep. Uh, no. Josh McDaniels. Um, he credits his ability to coach because of all the Madden he obsessed over. And it's like, well, that kind of makes sense. And it also kind of blows up the theory that, like, none of us know what we're talking about because we all grew up on that fucking game and, like, understand yeah, schemes I mean, and that's shit. So, um, yeah, but then when you get Tyreek Hill, that's a bit of a cheat code. Like oh I credit this well you 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 got to make a player and you made the you made fucking Usain Bolt okay. be five seven. You still had to buy him. There's all the, the, the all those things had to come in the line, and then you you can have the best wide receiver in the league, but you still have to have another human throw him the ball. You know, I mean, well, there's that too. Gotcha. Right? There is, there is, there is. All right, a little, little, little bit of action, a lot of bit of time. A lot of Tony Romo, a lot of Jim Nance, a lot of Chris Collinsworth, a lot of Al Michaels. A lot of whatever the fuck that broadcast team was for the Ravens game this weekend. I've never seen a broadcast duo raked over the coals harder by the entire nation than those fucking twats. That was unlistenable. It was, But before we move on, you said TV getting amazing. I was so mad Mm -hmm. because, like, towards the end of the Orioles season – there was a game, and it was only on Apple TV Plus or whatever. So, thankfully, I just bought a new phone, and I had, like, a three-month free subscription I could get. So, I went ahead and signed up for it. And I was like, this is bullshit. Fucking uh, give me TBS. Give me give me Fox. Give me anything. Don't give me fucking Apple. And then I watched it. I'm like, holy shit. Apple spending that Apple money on 4K fucking cameras <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the fucking umpire's helmet. What is this? Yeah. What is What is this magic? I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know so and so had a five o'clock shadow. That's Dude, wild. It was the most amazing. I mean, the commentators could have been a little better, but it was the most amazing like visual broadcast that I've ever seen of a baseball game. Sands an all star game, but that's still like so like carnivaly that it doesn't really register. So, yeah. right. But did you know nearly ten percent of all the bones in a stand? I love this phrase. And a standard cat's body are in its tail. More than half. A standard cat? What's the next definition of a standard cat? I don't don't know. A a regular old tabby? I don't know. Lion? Tiger? (laughs) Jaguar? Leopard? Cheetah? uh, Serval? Good point. Okay, Wes has made a good point. Does he know why he made the good point? I don't know, but I'm going to accept it as a good point. Well, I, 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 no, I don't know why I made anything. I'm just throwing out cats. <laughs> so I guess if we, if we had a, if we had a combination of all those feline genetics, that would create a standard cat. <laughs> I present to you the, I don't know what the fuck this is called, <laughs> but more bones are in the tail. Than okay, it is I'm going to repeat this now. Nearly <laughs> 10% of all the bones in a standard. Cat's body 
are in its tail. Ten percent. Yeah. Gotcha. It's so one in ten. Capitalized, like capital S, like standard. Listen, it's not the phylum of the fucking thing, all right? <laughs> Trying to figure out what kind of fucking cat it is, goddammit. It just says literally like a standard cat. I guess, I don't know, there's got to be like some sort of like weird like genus feline or something, you know, like yeah. that, that has. I'm going to go with this, like a well, standard like, household yeah. tabby. Google says, what breed is a standard cat? And the fucking answer comes up as a domestic short hair. Okay. That's, yeah. That's a so it's your that's your your mixed breed with uh, mostly brown, some black. Got the got the M. What do you call it? A tabby is is, is that's the the street name? <laughs> saying words now. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, saying I think words. a tabby is an actual like fucking breed of cat. It's a, it's mixed. It's a is mixed it? breed. Yeah. Calico is like not mixed enough, and they're fucking insane. Hmm. The multi- <clears throat> they, so they, so those are probably like nine percent, eight percent of the tail. <laughs> that other percent goes to eight and crazy. Yeah, the cowardly lion, five, maybe six percent at most. Pussy. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. How, we'll just move on, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they're not all. They're not all that. But no. But I mean, I I guess the problem with that is. They need to give us a reference point for like percentages of other animals that potentially have yeah. tails or appendages. That's it. Like, yeah, like a lion. Let's just say that. I mean, that's like, that can't be one in ten. No, right? because I, I would assume that like a domestic cat, like you know, the whole like cats always land on their feet, is because I they're I guess because they're tiny, they're always falling. Not always, but they have a higher propensity to fall from like great heights, and the tail lets them whip around so they can land on their feet. Whereas a mm. lion's just like, I ain't jumping from nowhere, man. It's gonna fuck you up yeah. in the ground. I gotta do shit. We we had a we had a house cat. Well, like somewhat. I mean, mostly a house cat. We let him out every now and then. Walter, back when I was a kid, and this fucker had a beautiful, majestic tail. And he got into a territorial fight. And listen, <clears throat> can't say that I know if he won or lost, but I know that that fucker's tail dragged for about three or four days. Literally a the limpest of dick tails you can imagine. <clears throat> I think Walter got the blunt end of things. I uh, don't know if he broke bones, but that was so weird to watch. Just like, uh, you know, <clears throat> you know, those things are always like perked up at about two o'clock. You know, if a cat's walking. Two or ten. No, this I, thing was... All right, you know what? You you helped the percentage a little bit there. Because, like, if I came up to you and I said... And I said, and if I was in the hospital and you're like, dude, what happened? I was like, dude, I broke 10% of all the bones in my body. Like, oh, damn. Now, if a cat loses his tail, he just lost 10% of all the bones in his body. <laughs> so that's, I guess that's rather well, significant. I, th- I think one key joint got busted up. <laughs> no, I, like know, I know, I know, but I mean, everything, everything south of I'm, that got got. Uh, got I'm trying to up. quantify like the 10 percent of the bones in the body, and like so, if a cat, because I've seen a cat with no tail, like it got run over by a car, or cut off, or I don't know what the fuck happened, but like mm. it literally lost 10 percent of the bones in its body. If that's the case, and if I got yeah. smashed 10 percent of the bones in my body, you'd probably like send me a <laughs> gift card or something, you know? Damn, dude, you look like Joey Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-hair plugs. <laughs> and finally, did you know the word boycott 
is named for Charles C. Boycott, a 19th century British land agent. Shun, sorry. <clears throat> Let me start this one over. I had to take a deep swallow, unfortunately. <laughs> like Leo after that butthole fingering. <laughs> Did you know the word boycott is named for Charles C. Boycott, a 19th century British land agent shunned by his entire town in County Mayo, Ireland. He was boycotted in 19, or I'm sorry, in 1880 after failing to reduce land rents and trying to evict some struggling tenant farmers. So I guess basically nobody was like, you know, what? fuck this guy. He's done. We don't know this guy. We don't talk to this guy. We don't buy his shit. We don't rent from him. He's done. So boycott, boycott. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's weird. As you read that 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 fact off, okay, so it makes sense, and obviously it's you know historically accurate. I just think I'm just a bit deflated. I felt like boycott would have been something cooler, other than like, yeah, it came from a guy named Charles C. Boycott, who people didn't like, and they they boycotted him. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. no, I I know, I okay, I get that sentiment, but I guess I had the opposite of like, okay, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson. Uh, bowling movie, uh, Kingpin. Kingpin. Oh, oh, you, you don't want to get Munson out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> this Fair guy enough. got boycotted <laughs> for life, for eternity. That that is now part of every vocabulary in every language. If you say boycott and translate it, they know what you're talking about. This guy was such a dick that his surname, now and forever, means. Fuck you and the shit you're selling. Yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty good. And it's good because he was a slumlord, right? They didn't want to rent from pretty him Pretty much, anymore. yeah. Like, he, 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 he yeah. What, what is it? Um, He failed to reduce land rents, and he evict, evicted struggling farmers. So when times got tough, this guy just said, kick rocks. <laughs> this guy, mm. Alan Yonest them, and they were like, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. Boy, got him. <laughs> they got they uh, they hired an orchestra and played loud music in front of his building. <laughs> get in there and sleep for forty five minutes, and then get up and feed that baby, you piece of shit. <laughs> and that do it again in two more hours. <laughs> and that, my friends, is your fun fact Friday. You said you said it was the eighteenth century. He hired like a five piece orchestra and be like, "Hey, play uh, the classical piece that's coming over from America, the mighty mighty Boston's." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my god! Play that. I think you might have just blew my mind a little bit because they're, they're the mighty mighty Boston's, but they're from Boston. Like Florida is from Florida. Yeah. Did you just put that together? Yeah. Call call me Nostra Dumbass, man. <laughs> I feel like the guy in fucking 2001 Space Odyssey fucking like crossing the void. Got rainbows in his eyes. <laughs> what are you doing? I wish I knew some more and more like do, do more uh, 2001 Space Odyssey sound bites. But uh, hey, listen, tonight on but speak of blowing your load. Uh, tonight, That's what happened, like, I thought you said no. that. You said that. You blew my mind. I thought you said no. that. Blow your mind. Speaking of blowing your mind, uh, tonight, <laughs> before you go, things. woman accused. 
Woman accuses, quote, the jizz Calden of putting semen in her water and then offering uh, Marriott reward points to fix the solution. So they go by Jane and John Doe. That's fine. Of Washington State. Arrived at an oceanfront luxury uh, Half Moon Bay Resort. Don't know where that is. Uh, Washington State. Don't know the town. But anyway, it was last year they were visiting their daughter who was uh, attending a nearby uh, university for Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, they, they were celebrating Jane, the wife's birthday. Uh, so it turns out they ordered some room service and the lawsuit that they are filing alleges that they visited, uh, began normally. The couple was properly greeted when they arrived. Uh, then later that night, the couple realized they were out of water, called front desk for some more moments later, male employee arrives with five bottles of water. Um, then well, they said, I had no reason to believe the bottles of water were tampered tampered with no shit she takes a sip and then according to her there was some semen in one of the bottles of water practical joke gone wrong gone astray that just shouldn't have happened so they filed a lawsuit and they're calling it the ritz carlton aka the jizz carlton your thoughts on uh well i don't know some more vitamin c in jane doe's uh body like vitamin d <laughs> mm. <laughs> Hold on. So hold on. Are you okay? Is the article like jokingly calling it the Jizz Carlton, or did they literally book a stay at vacation okay. at a place so, called that? Because if they, if they, no. here's here's my point. As if they, if they yeah. stayed at a place called the Jizz Carlton, where it was like some like kinky sex place, <laughs> and you got some cream in your coffee. You know what I mean? Like you can't be mad about it because like that's the whole gimmick of the place. But if they're staying at a no. Ritz Carlton, and that happens, then it's a problem. So the, the, this is from Barstool Sports, and obviously, so the, what they're doing is they're taking excerpts from the news story and then adding their own commentary. It's from the Ritz Carlton. Barstool plugged in the Jizz okay. Carlton, and l later on, as okay, um, after the lawsuit, apparently the Ritz Carlton offered. In undisclosed amounts of Marriott Rewards points in order to settle out of court. Hmm. <laughs> I'd say, listen, allegations aside, let's say this happened. Okay. okay. She was like, mm, I'm parched. It's late. We've had a fun night. This is our anniversary. We just saw our daughter. Glug, glug, glug. Barf, barf, barf. And it was, in fact, human male excrement, semen. As, a, as part of a practical joke, um, <clears throat> you offer me reward points. I want fucking lifetime. If you're going to like, settle out of court and you're not going to pay me yeah. millions of dollars, you better pay me a lifetime subscription of free anywhere in any of your hotels at any time. And my kids. I, that I agree with. And I, I think that probably is what they ended up doing. It sounds like. But how is the... How, like, can't you just test pretty quickly? You know what I mean? Like, that's not something like, like even if it dries up, yeah, like, you, that's if, something. That's... If you if if you see jizz in a bottle of water, it's it isn't like it's a uh, exactly discreet. Yeah, you'll notice. You know, it's not like camouflaged. I mean, yeah. just the fact that I mean, so here, here's the problem again with like settling in court is that like it's almost like admitting guilt. It sounds like they just didn't want this in the newspapers or online or anything, and they were just like, fine, we'll give you some fucking rewards points. 
Because, like, we don't feel like getting DNA tests done, and we don't think you want to wait for that either. And you probably can't prove this, and you're not going to be able to prove that we did it. So, like, here's... So I, I, dude, I, I, this... How did she know? Right? Or... How she knows it's come? <laughs> I mean, yes. Like, is that the... Well, it's like kind of like... It's kind of like one of those old things about like, I smell marijuana. Well, how do you know what marijuana smells yeah, like? It... Well, I've smelled it before. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. I've, I've been around it. Like, how do you know what semen tastes like? Well, I mean, I've been around it. I mean... <laughs> Really? My friends told me about what it tastes like. I've never done that before. I mean, okay. I'm not, and I, again, I don't want to shame this woman if this is what actually happened. However, I, it just seems like <laughs> a, an illogical leap. Like maybe like whoever touched the tops of the bottles like was working in the kitchen and had some salt on their hands. Like what was like? I'm not that semen tastes like salt. I wouldn't know. Um, I mean, I've been around it. I just. Uh, <laughs> But you know what I mean? How did she make that leap to, like, there's jizz in my bottle of water? Like, was there, like, an actual, like, accumulation of it in there? Was it, like, and if the bottle's, like, milky white, maybe don't take a swig. According to her, she knew something was wrong and alerted hotel security and management. Jane said the water's taste and texture were off. Uh, <clears throat> she initially thought it was a chemical contamination before she started to suspect it was semen. The lawsuit claims, quote, one of the hotel employees ejaculated his semen into the Ritz-Carlton labeled water bottle, delivered it to Jane and John Doe's room, and then Jane Doe drank the semen-contaminated water before she realized it had been dilified by a criminal deviant and that she had been sexually assaulted. That's all I've got. So I don't know about necessarily uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, texture, <sighs> uh, look, milkiness, uh, pH balance, nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I just don't know, man. I mean, this is one we we should definitely bring up to our legal counsel. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, sure, if you – and then to deny, to deny the rewards points – I feel like that's a failure on her part. I feel like going to court, like, the Marriott hotel chain is not going to, like, they're not, it's not going to affect them. You're just affecting your own life. And I'm not saying that anybody should just, like, willy-nilly take the first offer, like, passed across the table. But, man. Right. Like, if you're getting something out of this for getting a swig of some salty water, then good for you. Well done. Bank error in your favor. This should be a friend or foe. Alan, what do you think? I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I would like doing it. I would fucking try to squeeze as much money out of fucking a major conglomerate as humanly possible. Like, yeah, it's I don't know how much was it again. They didn't say that. They just said they offered them like they just, they just offered them Marriott rewards points. Yeah, no, that's not enough. But I mean, it's definitely. I'm gonna say this. It's definitely more than one hotel stay for two, and it's probably course, enough yeah. to go to like a really. Two stays at like a really good place that you can't afford. Yeah, do Marriotts even have unaffordable places? Let's be real. <laughs> I, I don't know, but either way, yeah, I I would well, need like a lifetime pass. A Ritz Carlton, like a, a Ritz. Oh yeah, okay. are, there, are those Marriotts? Yeah. yeah, I guess they are. Yeah, okay. Well, then, yeah, I need lifetime pass. Any fucking Marriott, I just walk in. Uh, like even if they don't, have, like even if they don't have fucking. Like vacancy, 
I could just walk in and be like, kick, go kick them out of their room. Ah. See that? There, I mean, you have to put the caveat on that though, because you can't do that. I drank steam. <laughs> Allegedly, that's all I'm saying. Here's the thing, if though. you're settling, you're admitting guilt. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest here, like with the semen trick. Not that I not that I know that I've ever experienced the semen trick. Like, there's a lot of effort that goes into that. Like, you ain't willy nilly like catching jizz through the mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, because there's effort involved. I, I was listening to like Rogan just had Elon on, and they ordered a pizza, and they were like, "Yeah, well, it's late. I don't know if they'll make it." And it's like, "We'll tell them it's us." And then Elon's like, "Huh? Well, it might be a little saltier than normal." And he's like, "Never mind. Don't tell them it's us." Like the guy who would stop what he's doing to go arouse himself, jerk off just to like taint your food. Like that's an effort. I almost applaud it. And if I catch it, like, good job, dude. I almost have to like give you the thumbs up and like stamp of approval. You got me. You got me. You went through all that effort just to get me. Wait, you you're saying you applaud men who ejaculate on food or drink that you're being No, what I'm saying is is like to play that <laughs> prank in particular. Like you're uh-huh. no, no one that's worked in the food industry is going to waste an, a minute of time. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, it's you're right. True. And so, like, are they really going to go to a bathroom, like, fire up Pornhub on their phone, spend 10 minutes on that just to get me? No. It's just not going to happen. So anytime yeah. anybody brings up, like, the old, like, I accidentally drank semen trick, like, I'm like, did you, though? Did you? Did that, like, like <laughs> anonymously? And to not have the payoff. Like, the only way I'm doing something like that is if I'm, like, in the corner of a room, peering behind like a fucking like palm leaf to see him. Like, are they drinking it? Are they drinking it? That's the only way I'm gonna even perform that action, because if I don't see it happen, what's the point in doing it? Yeah, yeah, that's I'm okay with that. I'd go to court. Yeah, okay. So, so it's a bad practical joke. No, I just don't think it happened, and I think she's lucky to get Marriott rewards points, and she should fucking take them. And fucking move on with her shitty fucking stupid life. She, she, shitty less come filled life. <laughs> Got it. Thanks, J- thanks, Jane and John. <laughs> all right, Alan, tell all the ejaculate uh, <laughs> ejaculate consumers where you can find the middle classes. Do I have to after that? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need some ejaculate for your consumption. Fucking please follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube and fucking everything else, maybe. And then fucking you can check us out for all your listening pleasures. Uh, no ejaculate involved. Fucking from Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, maybe a little ejaculate, just a smidge. <laughs> but yeah. check us out. Oh, uh, we don't have email. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's a, actually we did get an email this week. It's a dead medium. Uh, we got it. We got an email this week, folks. Uh, these are um, related to social media comments slash emails. Uh, this comes from TikTok. Uh, Disney Park casting, casting, blickety blow writes. Uh, I hear the point, but I do think the Asian man with the droopy eye fits perfectly in the store selling freak show stuffed animals. I, uh, I don't disagree, <clears throat> and I, I do not disagree, but. 
you know, we like we live in this sanitized world where you like you can't discriminate like for or against anyone. So I would I know the soupy eyed Asian man working in the you know, Disney fucking stuffed animal store is grateful to have a job at all. But I'm just saying, like, I don't have a problem with it. But I'm just saying that like as much as Disney's on the news about like you know equality and like non discrimination, eh, there's discrimination, and I'm not yeah, saying that's okay. <laughs> Neither are we, man. That's no, I'm saying about. it is okay. <laughs> I'm saying it's fine. You know, it's like you know, like it's good casting. That's what they do. We should all get over ourselves. It's Disney, all right. Not everyone can be Tinkerbell. All right, you need some droopy-eyed motherfucking. You need some people in Thunderdome that are small that can fucking that stand on the back of bigger I, men. Look, I, if I'm starting to look like a goblin and you got a like a dot a, a, a fucking Harry Potter fucking ride and you need somebody to like freak the kids out with a sock, I'm your guy. <laughs> Good. So you have a sock over your penis, yeah? No. no. <laughs> Harry <laughs> gave this to me. <laughs> I use it for my willy. <clears throat> <laughs> this is coming from uh, Facebook, McDonald's Fries. Mur, this is where you went on a fucking long-winded rant about uh, beef tallow and uh, uh, trans fat. I am succinct <laughs> at all times. <laughs> John Moss writes, okay, I have to get some context to this. John Moss writes, Murr speaks the truth. Uh, the last part, I've honestly never tried. Ha ha. The last part, because I said something about uh, yeah, whacking, jerking off with, uh, with, with uh, I guess, some sort of uh, astral No, well, the, the grease left over from eating your delicious McDonald's meal. Yeah, it's implied. Okay, yeah. all right. So, anyway, that's, I thought it was funny. He said you spoke the yeah, truth. I do. All right. Uh, <clears throat> coming from YouTube, Bear Grills versus Les Strouds. Jace LaRue6268 writes Les Stroud really did that shit. Though Bear was just a puse. It's P U S E. They meant to write puss because they can't write that on YouTube mm. without getting censored. Puse uh, who needed help surviving. Alan, go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> You're stupid. You're a stupid person. And bear, just bear, bear girls will give you show you how to create a utensil to do it. Bear girls, let bear girls fucking show you show us how to use your carcass as a fucking shelter in a sandstorm. You piece of garbage. Go fucking listen to Les Stroud whine like a fucking bitch for fucking an hour. Hundred percent on Alan's side. Hundred percent on Alan's side yeah. of this. I think I even com- I even replied. I was like, "Yeah, but Lester just bitched all the time, um, whole ass bitch." <laughs> mischief and jokes. I th- I don't know if you remember this is from Instagram. Mur, this is where you were saying like uh, people need to understand what the like a, like a good joke. If you put shaving cream on, it it fucks up the yeah, clear yeah, coat. Yeah. Then we then talked about this is where you just you take a dump in a bag and light it on fire. Uh, Mike Win M wins eighty three writes it's that poop again. I just thought that yeah. was the classic. Yeah, you know. We talked uh, out, and you know what? Tonight we've actually talked about the source. Leo's pooper. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, light it on Poop's fire. Funny. That shit would be like. That shit would be like. Uh, if you lit Leo poop on fire, I'm I'm sure that would be like. 
the background from Great Gatsby, the movie he was in. Just I <laughs> think like Sonic the Hedgehog rings would like fall from the sky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's him, him with the champagne glass and Gatsby, like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, last two ones uh, via a text message. This is coming from uh, M Gars eighty three. Uh, he writes, "Let Myrna." Okay, so this is in regards to your your whole Freon slash air conditioning slash signing the household thing over thing. He says, "Let Myrna know that in the documents he signed when selling the house, one of them." Uh, should have been a document flat out stating that it can be that if it can be proven that he willfully withheld any information regarding issues with the home, even if sold as is, then he can be sued for not disclosing that information. I don't know if all the paperwork is the same, but I bought my house quote as is, and it was still uh, and that was still something including in the signing docs. I don't trust your, I don't trust you, M. Garsks. Whatever the fuck you want to call yourself these days online. I don't trust your words um, because you guys fucked with me last week. So whether it's true or not, free and clear. Don't care. Don't give a shit. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. You know what? And because I signed it, I was told by the guy who was an HVAC technician that this would, quote unquote, this will work. Mm. All I can go by is his word that... This will work. Now, what this is and works is, eh, that's left up to an interpretation of a uh, arbitrator in a uh, jurisdiction of uh, commentaries and somewhere else. <laughs> well, that's a whole lot of sand, shit that meant nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's, a, that's a lot of crap that meant arbitration? nothing. Arbitration? Fine. Yeah, arbitration. It's intergalactic. <laughs> Look, I say words of people for a living, and I know when those yeah. words don't mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> it's, it's, you can't bullshit a bullshitter, dude. Punitive. Punitive. <laughs> <laughs> sue you. Sue everybody. I don't know. Um, lastly, email. That's right, folks. Right from ticklertummies at gmail.com. Keith Kern writes, uh, your favorite Frederick County listeners. This is a little bit of long-winded, so I'm going to have to uh, get with this. Uh, as one of those guys, if I ever played around with Wes or Allen, uh, you two can fuck right off. I have a putting wedge, and I don't care if it bothers anyone. <laughs> I, <laughs> I suggest we play a best ball. I'll partner with Merm. We will use it on every hole. <laughs> you, there you go. Uh, I will partner with Keith. And we will use every trick club that is available on the market and just see what the fuck sure. happens. Oh, dude, I'm, we're videotaping all of this shit. <laughs> Keith, yeah. pick a course. <laughs> yep. Keith, pick the course. Uh, we'll, we'll, we will do that. Uh, I was surprised listening to last week's episode that such golf fanatics as Alan and Wes didn't remember that the golfer with the wacky clubs was Jackie Gleason's character in Caddyshack 2, not Rodney Dangerfield in the original, dumbasses. I didn't, Minnesota Fats, Jackie Gleason was in Caddyshack uh, 2? Did we reference Caddyshack 2? No, we only referenced Caddyshack. Oh, yeah, because nobody yeah. references Caddyshack 2 ever. Not Jackie yeah, Gleason. Looking... There was uh, Jackie something, but it wasn't Jackie Gleason. Jackie Treehorn? Oh, oh, Jackie Gleason was who the character was based on, maybe? Like Rodney Dangerfield's character was based on. Was Je- Rodney Dangerfield's character was ba- based on Jackie Gleason? Well, he does say in, in Caddyshack too, 
Not Rodney Dangerfield and the original dumbasses. Hmm. All right. You know what? Let's move Fuck on. you. Fucking with your shitty clubs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you with that putting wedge. Uh, and last Mason. action hero was Jackie Mason. Uh, Jackie Mason. All right. Yeah, Jackie Mason Gleason. I knew it. Uh, and Last Action Hero was one of the greatest soundtracks ever. Fun movie uh, with some bad acting, creative story, and great music. Uh, I disagree that Hollywood toned down crazy stunts in movies uh, reference the Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, your shows are a good chime. Make me laugh. Keep up with the good work. Your favorite Frederick County listener, Keith. Kerr. Oh, this is Thank all for you, Keith. Keith. I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, I, mean, I told oh, you. I know, but I thought they were like, he, he was going through like. He made a list. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know he was going through that much. You know what, Keith? Your family. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> In reference to his last action hero thing, I think that more action movies because of last action hero came out that were quote unquote more, again, suspending reality, but more realistic. But people still have a longing for those old, like, just just incredible, like, unrealistic stunt s- sequences. Dude, people like popcorn explosions, man. Rambo did just fine. Rambo 3 did just fine. Because fucking Rocky Balboa had a fucking bow with fucking explosive tips. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be real. But Last Action Hero exposed the bullshit moving forward that's all i'm drunk have a good night <laughs> fair enough we'll leave you at that we'll check you next week hey oh mer i forgot to ask i always ask every year uh how'd, how'd the boy do with uh how'd the, how'd the boy do uh he did he with, did just uh, fine with the trick-or-treating um he's getting better at the you know the whole like stamina of walking so we can mm-hmm. go further and i don't know if i like that or not it was more fun for me just to do like four or five houses and then come home. And now it's like, we can make it to the end of the street. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, we can. Fuck. All right, let's go. But yeah, no, he did fine. He did great. And I've come up with this scheme, which I, I'm going to stay with until he's too old, until I don't have to take him anymore anyway. I go, we go, we start at seven o'clock because it ends at eight. And so about 745, everybody's tired of sitting outside. So they're like, Hey, buddy, just take a handful. And so I always tell him, like, Ooh. hey, buddy, you know, when your bucket fills up, it's time to go. And, like, so by, like, fourth house, like, the bucket was, like, three-quarters of the way full. And then we just finished the street. And it was like, all right, buddy, bucket's full. You ready to go? Yeah. And he's super excited. He's got a full fucking thing of candy. Let's <laughs> fucking go. We've been out here half an hour. We're done. Solid. Yeah. It's good stuff. You're, you're, you're mind fucking the parent. You are the parent that's... You're creating the create, creating the, the norm. Look at you. Um, but we have some. Uh, don't we have some farewells to do? Oh, all right. Oh. <clears throat> Real quick, yeah. Uh, Chandler and uh, <laughs> I, Chandler and that one guy. I, Chandler and who else passed away? Oh, Bob Knight. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll give my first. Um, I so Matthew Perry. I just listened. I, it sucks because I I'm assuming, I mean, can we concur that his death was likely? I mean, do we want to speculate? Even if it wasn't drug related specifically, like directly, like he overdosed, it was definitely drug related because of his lifestyle that he had like concocted. Even if he like, even if he died of a heart attack in a hot tub, that heart attack was perpetuated by the 
mountains of cocaine he had done for the 30 years leading up to it. You're saying that this was a a means to an end where his, where his heart was not uh, uh, tip yes. top. A lifetime of abuse I just... led to this instance. Chandler Bing was a great character. Uh, uh, I think there's a couple uh, solid movies with, and I always fuck this up. Was was Bruce Bruce Willis where he was dating a man? Uh, whole nine yards and the whole yeah, ten yards. Whole nine yards. Yeah, those th- 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 those were funny. Um, just you know, just a good yeah, man. I rest in peace, Bob Knight. Um, one of my favorite stories about Bobby Knight. Whatever you, whether you loved or hate him, I was watching an HBO documentary. Uh, around the time when Indiana was starting to, uh, <clears throat> he either had been kicked out or it was like basically the beginning of the end or beginning of the road with Indiana. And someone, a media member, was at a practice who said he was so pissed off. He went into his uh, went into his office, which was adjacent to the practice court, came out with toilet paper that he had wiped his own ass with. And he said, this is what you motherfuckers are playing like and threw it on the floor. And I laughed about that. I thought it was funny because playtime's over. You're a Division One college athlete. Now, that doesn't mean your coach can fucking strangle you or headbutt you, which Bob Knight did to certain people. Now, there's the good with the bad. <laughs> but he can with the he was a- throw shit on the floor. Got it. You No, you can. Absolutely. You can wipe your ass with toilet paper and come out and tell your fucking... Division one, uh, uh, people with scholarships. This is what you're playing like, and chuck it to the side, and have someone else pick it up and throw it in a a waste paper basket. Um, But yeah, I mean, three national championships, the last uh, undefeated team uh, of uh, NCAA college basketball. Love him, hate him. Rest in peace, the general. Alan, damn. I mean, that. Is there much else to say? Oh, you can say a lot about more about Matthew Perry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nah, Chandler Bing is my least favorite character on that goddamn show. Really? Uh, oh, Ross is my least favorite. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess Ross still. I just honestly, I don't even register Ross as a fucking character. Uh, yeah, there, so. see, Ross, Ross fucked with his with his socks on. Yeah, Chandler at least took his socks off. Yeah, oh. I like Chandler. I thought Chandler was a good character. Was, I thought I thought Matthew was, Perry was a great quote character actor i mean like he was a one-trick yeah. pony he was sarcastic he was able to deliver that dude that the snl here you go this should be like if if his headstone was like a video screen uh there's an snl skit where he hosted and he's teaching a class on sarcasm and it's a beautiful fucking sketch one of the that's probably that's probably good and he just keeps saying that like that was a great it was a great quote. It's like really like no, not at all. Like it's just it it's great. And and he look, he was a great talent. He liked the drugs. This is what it leads to, unfortunately. Rest in peace. As far as Bobby Knight's concerned, yeah. I don't like Bobby Knight. Never like Bobby Knight. You can throw his accolades out there, all that jazz. I played for a fucking abusive coach for fucking four years. I, I like those kids don't play because I don't know, man. I don't like it. I don't. I never liked his style. Never did. Yeah, like if I like, I get it. He was a big, angry fucking hick from fucking wherever. But like, I if I was one of his like centers, I'd have just beat the brakes off him and been like, "Do we? Are we still doing this? Are we? Are we done now? 
good. Let's coach basketball. And because like, because he was in a position of power where you could not put your hands on him, or you just or your entire life's aspirations were gone. Yeah. So yeah, he was addicted. Fuck that guy. Yeah, seriously. I I honestly like. He came from an era where that kind of shit was allowed to a point, and then he outlived that era and had to retire. And but it, it, as far as his abusive nature is concerned, fuck him. Did he know basketball? Was he a basketball fucking genius? Absolutely. But if you can't get that out of your kids without threatening the shit, literally, out of them, like, fuck you, man. Find a new gig. I don't know. That's my take on Bobby Knight. That's reason. Mm-hmm. Like me and Murray agree. Again, it's crazy. Hey, fair enough. I'm not saying he was a swell guy. I'm not saying. <laughs> no, I know you're not. Anything. I know you're not championing. But, you know, but like the whole wiping your ass and coming out, like, that's funny. But, like, but imagine being fucking 20 years old. I don't want to end the show. On a- but I mean, if if that if okay, if that was the extreme of it, and he didn't like <clears throat> in a practice fucking choke a kid or headbutt someone during a timeout, then I'd be like, okay, you know that that like if 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 the wiping your ass thing was like the extreme of it, okay, I get it. But but the, like grabbing a kid by his fucking throat and then headbutting someone, yeah. Or I mean, even the throwing it, of the chair, his most iconic moment of his coaching career, throwing the chair across the. Man, that was for the refs. Yeah, I know, but like, but him, still, yeah. you don't do that. But knowing that that's the like emotional content of a human that you you play for, and you're a kid sitting on the bench, like he's gonna do this because he got a technical from the refs. Like, what's he gonna do to me when no one's watching? Like that runs through your fucking head. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean yeah. that, that guy was a prick. So he was a prick. He was a total prick. Hey, fun fact before we go, uh, when he coached Army, uh, his uh, uh, not only Mike Shashevsky was a player uh, for Army, but also his assistant coaching staff uh, had a little uh, little gentleman un- unknown at the time named Bill Parcells. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, he was also a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is how you motivate people. Damn! All right, <laughs> and gave birth to the biggest dick that's ever coached, Bill Belichick. <laughs> uh, all right, any parting words? <laughs> On that fun note, good. I should have brought it. I'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> good night.